Apparently, shooting a slave master isn't funny to anybody but me and Neil. If I could, I'd do it every episode. What up? What up? Happy Friday, or at least I hope it's a happy one. Welcome to another episode of uh, the Exit Interview Podcast, and I'm shocked we made it to two episodes. (laughs) Nobody decided to kill me yet. (laughs) Um, Hopefully everything's going well out there, uh, people, (laughs) you know. It's been a crazy, crazy, crazy week, at least for me. I don't know how it is for everybody else. Uh, but it's been a, it's been an interesting week since I, since I put out that last episode. First of all, can I just say, uh, people are bugging, (laughs) people are bugging out right now. I don't know what's up with people. Um, but I feel like it's been a really interesting time for me. Uh, I feel like a lot of people have been revealing themselves lately (laughs) and I'm getting to see, uh, kind of underneath the surface of a lot of people, um, some of which where I'm like, okay, just confirming what I already knew. But some people I'm like, oh, okay, I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. But anyway, with that being said, you know, this hasn't been an easy week. It's been a very interesting week. A um, lot of ups and downs. Uh, and and I can't say it was a it was an easy week, but even with it being a more challenging week. Uh, It's been a very rewarding one. Uh, Just as an update to everything that's been going on before, at the very least, uh, Miss Emika is learning her lesson right now uh, that it's not a good thing to go and try and rip somebody off, (laughs) do me dirty like that. Um, And even though she's still in hiding and even though, you know, (laughs) <laughs> she's kind of ducking away from 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 the spotlight at the moment. Uh, she's learning that Andre is not the one to play with. <laughs> so, you know, um, hopefully whenever everything gets resolved, I'll, I'll have like an, a real good update to be to just say like, hey, thanks, everyone. Um, or any anyone who who helped contribute to the cause, so to speak. You guys know who you are, um, you know. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we did it. Um, But, you know, there's there's a bigger there's a bigger fish to catch that's still swimming around out there. And I feel it's it's swimming close. It's swimming close. But I still haven't heard anything. So if that big fish is listening, just just know that I'm still waiting for you to bite that hook. (laughs) Uh, uh, Big fish. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you know, to kind of segue uh, from that into something else, you know, th- there is like a bigger, a bigger topic here. And before we get into the whole uh, ranking bosses thing, which, oof, that is it's, it's going to be a funny one. I'm going to try and I'm not going to like I have to be very uh, cagey about things or at least I want to be, you know, I'm trying to distance myself a bit from my former work history while also swimming in the waters at the same time, (laughs) you know, because I like to talk shit and I'm going to talk shit a little bit this episode. (laughs) And the reason why I'm going to talk shit is because, uh, well, um, well, first, let me say I want to talk shit and not get sued. (laughs) I did used to work in the legal industry. So, you know, I know the I know if I if I slip up, these people will be chomping at the bit. 
uh, to, to, to sue my ass or to get me shut down. Um, however, I am still going to talk my shit, especially because there's one particular person I want to talk shit about for years. Actually, if, if I were really real, oh, I thought of so many ways I wanted to get at this dude and he'll know, he'll know who he is. If he listens to this, which I'm guessing at some point, it's going to listen to it's going to get to him because uh, the way that I talk shit, <laughs> somebody from that company is going to go crikey. You need to listen to this. <laughs> hint, 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 hint. Uh, anyway, if he's even still there, I don't even know if he's still there. I haven't I haven't actually looked at his page, but maybe I'll look at his page just to give him give him a little give him a little hint like, hey, what's up? <laughs> All right. I'm talking too much shit now. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, the reason why what even got me into this idea was was uh, the situation or situations that I'm in right now where um, where ideally uh, from the very beginning, I'm always about issue resolution. Right. If there if there's a problem you know, or a conflict or, you know, call it conflict resolution. I'm always about resolving and not going to war. But I notice that when people can't admit like, oh, we fucked up. Like, do you know how many situations can be avoided if somebody just said, oh, I see what you mean. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Boom. It could be just that. But a lot of situations tend to not go that way because when people are in the wrong, They tend to go defensive first, you know, instead of just being like, all right, you got me. And I think that's a fatal flaw (laughs) with how we bring people up in this world. You know, everything is about everything is so consequence heavy. Right. So if there's always heavy consequences to when like to being, uh, oh, you got caught in a lie. You were doing some fucked up shit. Okay, well, there are heavy consequences to that. People. I don't know. I don't know. I've been I've been. You know, I uh, if I wasn't if I didn't have so many examples of it in my life, I would say, okay, maybe these are just isolated incidents. But there's something about people being confronted (laughs) with things where it's like they'd rather go defensive or or, you know, or or even worse in the case of that bigger fish is back up people who, you know, fucked up. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, no, I'm not saying that this is the same as like a Harvey Weinstein type of thing. But isn't that the same type of road where it's like, you know, people are doing fucked up things. But for some reason, you still back them anyway. Maybe it's just out of fear or whatever the case may be. The two situations are nowhere near the same. We're not talking about Harvey Weinstein here. <laughs> we, <laughs> nah, let me stop. I might I might say a little too much. I've never really understood the whole thing where people would rather allow things to go into war rather than being like, okay, how can we resolve this? You know? And um, I think also going the route of resolution is also a matter of respect. Um, If I respect you as a person, right, as a human being, I want to resolve things with you. I won't be like, well, fuck this person or, uh, or I'm going to duck out and hide out or, you know, let's try to fight in every way possible. I see I, I you know, I've throughout my life, <laughs> I guess I've been a little naive about how like 
what happens when people get into these types of situations. I'm like, I, w- I was always like, if people are able to reason and talk with each other, it should be should be all good. But it definitely doesn't go that way. And so um, while I was thinking about all of this, I'm like, why do why do people allow these things to happen? You know, why not resolve things? Yada, yada, yada. And I look at um, the issue with that big fish. And instead of calling it a big fish, let's call it a big boat. You know, <laughs> I'm a I, I, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but I'm a fan of uh, uh, or I used to be a fan of uh, what do you call that show? Oh, my God. Below Deck. <laughs> Until Kate left, whatever. I'm a, I'm a weirdo reality show junkie sometimes because uh, I like bullshit TV. <laughs> but on Below Deck, you got the captain. You got Captain Lee who runs that ship. And there are all types of problems on the, on uh, on his on his ship, on his yacht. You know, uh, you got the, the the head, the chief stew who's always like. I don't know. <laughs> she basically acts like she runs things. You got the kitchen, which is always a mess. Half the time catching on fire, this, that and the other. Right. So what's the problem? Why? why? Of, of course, it makes for good reality TV. But if if let's say the cameras were off and these issues were still happening, what's the problem? Is it all the workers or is it the captain? <laughs> In my experience, it's usually the captain. That's the problem, you know? And it's because the captain chooses who's on that ship. The captain guides or or at least he should be doing or she should be doing all of these things. Um, Yeah. And as I've gotten older and I've worked for a bunch of people and I've worked for myself and I've been in leadership positions and I. Hey, man, I I have to be really real about it. There's a lot of shitty leaders out there. I consider myself. uh not a perfect leader, but one who at least tries for his people, you know, when when I've gotten into leadership roles. And I'm not going to say that every person loved me because <laughs> because I had my moments of being a dick, too. And it's it's because I didn't necessarily love everything uh, that comes with leadership, <laughs> you know. So I'm sure there were a bunch of people who didn't like me. Um, hell, there might have been people who hated me, but on the whole. When I was really when I really had things clicking with my team, when I was still a manager, um, I would say me and my team had really good chemistry because those are the people. eh, Not everybody. There were some people my boss at the time wanted in more than me. And I went along with it just because they were strong choices for him. Uh, I was never as cool with those people uh, that he had strong, strong opinions on. But the but the people that I chose directly. I really rocked out with them. And I would like to think that uh, if you were to ask any of them, they grew in their careers uh, because of me. You know, I gave I gave open feedback. I hooked them up whenever I could. I put them in in positions where they could succeed. Um, I didn't highlight their failures. As a matter of fact, there were a lot of times, uh, especially in meetings where I like, you know, <laughs> a lot of people could could have been thrown under the bus and they and they and they weren't. And that's because of how uh, how I viewed leadership. Now, why? Like, did I come out of the gate thinking like this? No, I was lucky and unlucky. <laughs> so um, so I'll give you two examples. So we're going to rank a couple of these bosses of mine. <laughs> and um, 
I will start with uh, the boss where uh, I would say I learned the most about at least <laughs> how could I put it like like the character behind your manager. I wouldn't I wouldn't say he was necessarily a great manager or boss, <laughs> but the character behind it, you know, um, and he, he he's one that I'll name by name because it's been so long. It was my first job. Uh, out of college that was in IT uh, and his name was Mike super 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 good guy way too lenient of a boss but but he was the type of boss who kept his people in mind you know um I wouldn't I don't know if he was ever in a situation to fight for his people but he was very one of these I mean he's one of the people who who wanted to get a union <laughs> get a get an IT union in there you know um so he was a good guy. He thought about he thought about his crew. Definitely way too soft. <laughs> too 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 nice. Um, I mean, geez, I I literally fell asleep <laughs> one time on a slow day. Uh, there. Full disclosure: uh, this job was actually for my school. I just started working full time for them uh, after I graduated. Um, but uh. <laughs> But yeah, fell asleep, fell asleep in the back of the help desk and uh, dude goes back there to microwave his food. And he's he's and he's like, oh, don't worry, I don't want to wake him up. I, I think he tells somebody else that back there they were about to wake me up. And he's like, oh, no, 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 just just let him sleep. I'm like, geez, man, <laughs> why couldn't you have traveled with me uh, my entire career? Because half the time I wanted to fall asleep <laughs> when I was bored. Um that was actually my go-to move was, uh, I'm sure this is a bunch of people's go-to move, but my go-to move was, uh, I never actually really used the bathroom at work. <laughs> if I went to the bathroom is because I was taking a nap or I was just so over people. I'm a natural introvert. <laughs> so like I was just so, uh, exhausted from people that I need to take a break and I go in there and play like fucking candy crush or something. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, so after, after, actually, let's take a, let's rewind that back. We're going to have to rewind a couple of times, right? Because um, there, there need to be some uh, honorary mentions in here. Like the, my first experience with uh, shit managers. Um, and you would think I would have, I would have taken this experience a little bit deeper into life and start like questioning people. But I'm such an optimist, like, oh, you know, I'm not like this anymore where I just think like, oh, you know, if, if they're being nice to me, they must be being genuine. <laughs> that was like 20s Dre and like uh, or anything or 20s and below Dre who thought like that. And some people got to got to pass afterwards where I like let their bullshit fly. <laughs> but not anymore. Uh, yeah. So um, one of my first jobs uh, did I start working there while I was still in high school? I was still in high school when I was working there. I was working at a, it's gone and dead now, but there was a supermarket chain back in the day called uh, Grand Union. I used to work there and uh, I worked there as a cashier, super naive. I'm sure people saw me coming through the door like, look at this walking, talking teddy bear, just <laughs> not even trying to hurt a fly. So I'm in there. And uh, and I was, you know, I was one of their better people. I was always on time. 
I, I barely took lunch breaks half the time just because like uh, once again, I was an introvert. So all I would do is like grab something, go eat in my car and come back because I didn't even really want to eat around <laughs> around everybody else in the break room, whatever. Um, yeah, but it was uh, but it was super chill. People there liked me for the most part uh, and my managers. And, you know, I don't I don't want to make this a running theme. I'm never a person to just assume uh, racial things. But like shit, man, you know, looking back then, it's like mm, the area that I was working in now that I'm older, I know it's a super racist area, <laughs> you know, and the two and the two managers who like, um, no, they were supervisors, the two supervisors who played me out. They happen to be like two two rich kids from the area, two rich white kids from the area. So um, at the end of every night, you would have to count your register, write it up, write it up, what you counted up, blah, 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 hand it into the supervisor. They do the final check on it. And I do that every night. Now, there was a night that I wanted to, I, I was going to meet up with, with a couple of my boys and I wanted to head out. I want to head out quickly. And so they knew I was going to be going out for the night. And so one of them goes, hey, Andre, uh, don't worry about it. You're always good on your register, blah, blah, blah. We'll count your register for you. Get get out of here for the night. We know you want to go. And I'm like, OK. So they did it a couple times here and there, blah, blah, blah. As as things went on, I trusted them a little bit more to count it. And then one day as I come in, I get pulled over. Uh, I, this dude, uh, funny enough, I think his name was Mike, too. This like super jacked Italian Italian dude. He looked like uh he looked like one of the fathers of like one of the dudes from the Jersey Shore or some shit. And he comes to me. He's like the manager, manager, and he comes to me. He's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, what's up? He's like, hey, what's been going on with your register? Uh, your, the the counts have been off. You're missing you're missing money. And I'm like, what? I'm like, no, my money. I'm always good. And I'm like. That's not what these two are saying. Like, you've been coming up short in your register. Uh, what's what's been going on? And then this guy proceeds to tell me the most racist shit. He's like, I didn't think you were like the rest of them. I thought you were better than that, but you're just like the rest of them. And I was like, holy shit. And I was like, no, no, I swear it wasn't me. These two, they're stealing money, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I'm and he was like, I'm disappointed in you. And he walks away. He's like, if this happens again, you're done. And I was like, holy shit, they played me out. And and from that day on, I always gave those two like I was I was kind of a pussy back then. I didn't stand up for myself enough. I gave them dirty looks and I definitely quit that job um, just a couple weeks after that. But oh, man, did it even last that long? I might have only done like another week before I was like, fuck this place. Um, but yeah. <laughs> shitty leadership right didn't even give me the time didn't give me the time to explain just assumed I was another nigger who was stealing from him <laughs> you know um so anyway um you know I gotta give one other special mention because this guy I actually know for a fact does check out uh whatever I'm doing um so I'm going to give uh, one of these days, I think maybe this will be episode number three, actually. <laughs> what what and what not to do with a startup? Because <laughs> back in, I want to say uh, 2018 to 2019, I was working for this startup, which uh, 
someone who I would say I have disassociated myself from, uh, he got me, he got me this job there, or, or at least let me interview there, you know, doing some graphic design. Uh, I wanted to do video editing. They never really let me touch that, but I think that's because there were, there were a couple haters in there that saw my work was good. So I never got involved in that. Um, but yeah, I got brought in to basically do some graphic design stuff. And the two dudes who owned this company, they were like, I feel like if you took like, I don't know if anybody knows like Kevin Rose, like the, the early, uh, web 2.0 boom from back in the day, like Kevin Rose and, and, uh, who else? I don't know. A bunch of dudes came from uh, like Gary V came from that era. These dudes felt like they were doing cosplay <laughs> of those guys, like way too old dudes coming in with like, <laughs> with like the flat brimmed, uh, baseball hats. I know I'm talking so much shit. I would not normally talk shit like this to them because there there are a couple of other questionable um bosses that i've had that i'm not going to talk about in this way but here's the reason why i'm going to talk shit about these two guys one guy showed up he was definitely drunk every day (laughs) that's definitely not a guy you want running a company but then the other guy i did this in like when I got into this place, I saw the writing on the wall. I was like, oh, this place, this, this is going to be a disaster. This place is definitely going to fail. It's going to tank. And because uh, I don't believe you need, <laughs> you know, seven, several millions of dollars or how, whatever, whatever they raised to be able to put together a successful business. You just need a good game plan. Um, you do need resources, of course, but like if you're doing it like that, you, you're doing it wrong. But anyway, so there's one, there's this one day where I was like, I was, I don't know, I don't know what it was, but I was just like, man, you know, maybe if I take a shot with this place and, and try to like establish some roots here, maybe there could be something. So I I spent this one night doing like this entire write up of things that I feel could be done uh, or things that could be improved areas where areas of opportunity uh, blah, 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 how you can attack different demographics, yada, yada, yada. I did this whole thing because once again, I'm a, I'm a weirdo who loves to be around a bunch of whiteboards. And I just wrote on on my whiteboard at the time. I only had one. <laughs> it's grown to 12. No, not 12, like nine or something. Anyway, so I uh, so I do this whole write up. Uh, I take photographs of my whiteboard or whatever, blah, 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 arrange it. Everything's all well notated and whatnot. Uh, And I send it over to this guy and basically I got brought in on a meeting. It felt like it felt like they took it as like, why are you overstepping your bounds, nigger? Get 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 back to designing. Get back. (laughs) Oh, man, I've got so many stories about this place of ridiculous ad campaigns that they had me put together where in my mind I was like this is the worst idea ever but I had to do it because nobody could challenge their ideas apparently um but they took it as like an affront that I would even have the nerve to 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 say this and of course you know eventually their their company went under as I saw I never even got my last paycheck um and today Um, One of those two has now taken it upon himself to try to steal (laughs) 
<laughs> to try and steal part of how I market myself. Like all of a sudden he's he's got himself as a strategist. Yeah, I saw that, buddy. <laughs> you're not a strategist. You're a coder at best. Come on, man. Come on. And I know you're going to hate me after saying this because I'm talking shit. But like, I'm so over people doing this type of thing. Like, I try to help you out. I try to do something for you. You like either take offense or you try to screw me over, blah, blah, blah. Now you're in this in this position where I'm I mean, I hate to use that phrase. I actually I won't say that phrase. That's such a that's such a terrible thing to say. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Instead, I will say, um, uh, hey, man, come up with your own ideas and market yourself on your own merits, you know, or maybe if you can't fit the shoes, wear a different shoe. <laughs> you know, that's the way I would see it. Um, but I've come across this a lot of times where it's like people would rather, uh, I don't know why people would rather not work with me than work with me, or I get looked at as some type of threat. Like I tried, I don't know if this is, if there's a way for me to put this out there in the general like universe, I don't want what you want. <laughs> I am seriously trying to be in my own lane, my own lane. This comes to all the times when I've worked for other people. And this comes for when I'm working for myself. I don't want what you want. I know that's a very tough thing to believe <laughs> for some people, not for everybody, but there are some people out there who, for some reason, they're, they're taking it as like, oh, let me take food off this man's table before he takes food off mine. I'm like, yo, we could have we could have gotten food together. But anyway, to the guy who <laughs> who is now stealing or trying to uh, steal my idea for how I'm marketing myself. Uh, good luck. <laughs> so we're going to talk about my the, the final two bosses. Uh, there is actually one other boss that I would love to give a shout out to. Um just because I know at least one person from from this place listens to this. Uh, and I'm going to actually, I'll shout him out by name because he deserves it. Paul Hollister. He's a good guy. He's another one of these bosses or managers or whatever, where I learned um, he was definitely for his people. Maybe sometimes also too nice, <laughs> you know, definitely. But he wasn't as nice as the other like he would put his foot down if it came down to it um but another one who tried he wasn't perfect but he tried and he was there for his people and he tried to be there as much as possible even to the ones who didn't appreciate him he tried um so he definitely gets a shout out now <laughs> we're gonna get to the final two people that i want to reference and um and uh, I'm definitely going to be cagey. I'm definitely not going to name either of them by name. <laughs> I went through a lot of bosses at this particular job. I think I, I've, I went through maybe about like, mm, probably like six, maybe even seven. I had a lot there because I was at this place for a long time. Uh, I believe about seven or eight years, something like that. And um <laughs> And the two bosses that I will mention, one of one of one of the guys, um, I worked with him longer than any other at this place. And for a time, I would have said he was he was probably my favorite out of all of them. But then hindsight is a little bit different. 
I, I really, in hindsight, I see that I was never one of his people and I was just like, kind of like a tool that he inherited. <laughs> Cause I see, I see he really, really rides for his actual people. Um, and I was never one of his people. He might've liked me. He might've thought I was a nice guy, but I was never one of his people. And, uh, and I learned that at the very end, I realized like, mm, I'm not one of his people like that, but also his people were never like me. I was very much more outspoken. And I believe I made a lot, <laughs> I made a lot of enemies at that place more, more than I realized. Cause at the time I just looked at it as voicing my opinion. Uh, but once again, people, people take, take things personally, or they may not like you for whatever amount of, uh, whatever reason. Like I was, I was a very unconventional manager <laughs> who eventually became a director, you know? Um, you know, I gave out awards to my, to my team. One of which was I gave a dude an award for being the most racially ambiguous, <laughs> Like who does that type of thing? But I had that relationship with my team where I could get a, where I could get away with doing that with not with everybody, but with some of them. That that guy that I'm talking about where I'm like, oh, I would have said he was my favorite at first. But like after a while, I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like was was I, I actually learned a lot from him. I would say I learned a lot from him. But one of the things that I also learned from him is. um how surface level people can be <laughs> because uh, he was one of those guys where I talked to him about some pretty real things, especially when he was going through some very real periods in his life. And I even tried to tell him a bunch of times, like, Hey man, you need to find happiness outside of work. Imagine me telling my, my boss, this who's like, was he even a VP at that point? Maybe he was, I don't remember. He might've been a VP at that point. I, I really don't remember. Um, but imagine me telling him like, Hey man, like there's, there's more to life than this. And like, you're, you're killing yourself for these people who don't care about you. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's like my words were nothing to him. <laughs> so yeah, just for that alone, he can't, I can't rank him uh, that high, if anything, he's middle of the road to me. Um, because I don't know, I don't know how much of him is actually real and how much is, he was just saying what he had to say to keep me doing the job, you know, cause, cause once he, once he was no longer in the same office as me, I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was, I was really left to the wolves. And one of those wolves was, um, his boss who is, who isn't, so much of a of a wolf as he is like a I don't know like a <laughs> what is what is I don't know what animal deserves this guy um I don't know is a piece of shit an animal <laughs> crikey uh, I know some people are going to know who I'm talking about, but I, I don't care. I don't care. I hope this guy hates me as much as possible. Uh, <laughs> I hope he does because he's a piece of shit. And he has always been. Um, and for the people who know who I'm talking about, 
Uh, I'll just drop it out there. Like I've known about him sleeping with one of his employees, putting her in a position that she didn't deserve to be in. She sucked at her job and I called her out a bunch of times and I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. He stole from my team's budget to do God knows what <laughs> or for business, for business meetings, whatever that means. You know, um, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. And on top of all of that, hindsight once again being whatever it is i would love him for him to prove me wrong face to face one day but the dude's a racist <laughs> i'm just gonna say it for what it is uh so i don't give a shit so he's definitely um <laughs> at the lowest 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 lotus of the totem pole um uh if i could send a piece of shit <laughs> to his house and you know with his name underneath it i totally would um man i'm getting i'm getting overly petty now <laughs> but i hope he hears this if somebody knows um who i'm talking about please make sure this gets to him i want him to hear this so badly how much i think you are a tall lanky walking talking piece of shit who is good for nothing who steals ideas who stabs people in the back and will do whatever he can to make a little bit more money and maybe that's the perfect reason why you've gotten so far in the corporate world because you're a piece of shit <laughs> oh my god i don't know who i don't know who i'm talking about so i guess you can't sue me piece of shit there were other terrible people at that company but none of them none of them none of them deserve to hear what i'm saying right now um that is the example of what not to be you could be that type of leader if you're just a self-serving piece of shit who doesn't care about like the decisions he makes day to day that might affect a company long term he does like this Put that person in power every single time. You will see those types of people regularly rise to power, especially in the corporate world, outside of the corporate world, too, because they're a piece of shit. They'll do whatever they have to do to get to the position that they get to. I don't know why people allow those pieces of shit <laughs> to reign supreme, you know, or to move up. Maybe it's because they align themselves with other shitty people who allow them to get away with their shitty ways you know thinking like oh just because we look the same on the outside means that we're working on the same team it's stupid shit that like this that has the world stuck where it is you know like uh like oh i gotta root for the same team as you because we live in the same state like what the fuck type of shit is that you know these are like the loosest things to build any type of uh team or 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 um you know collaborative efforts uh yeah i don't know <laughs> so so what's the point of all of this i guess the point of all of this is to say um you know i look at leadership a lot differently than i used to and and what i see in the corporate world is a reflection of what i see in leadership as a whole outside of the corporate world and you're in in government teachers any anybody who's in any type of leadership position i see this type of thing constantly where i'm just like why do we allow shitty self-serving people to rule not rule but to lead like the masses to lead groups if you're self-serving 
how is it possible that you're leading groups like this is crazy shit to me, you know, and it's the reason why, like um, many times I'm actually very anti leadership, not that I'm anti leadership. I'm I'm anti a bunch of leaders that I see getting into into positions of of power, you know. Once again, in and out of the workplace. And, and, and it's one of the reasons why I was like, screw this. I got to work for myself. I can't work for other people because people abuse that power all the time. Um, that big fish that's out there. I know several people who have abused their power on that ship. It's not just the captain. <laughs> it's not just the captain. Um you know, and this is that type of thing that I can't respect. And I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about it anymore. I'm not going to just like sit to the wayside and just be like, ah, this sucks. But then, you know, when I'm in front of people smiling, just be like, shuck and jive. Let me let me shuck and jive for you and fix your problems. Like, no, screw that. <laughs> screw that. I call it out all day. You know, um, these people are not good at what they do. All they care about is. uh a dollar at the end of the day or themselves. And, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think that, um, if companies want to thrive, it is a good thing to have solid leadership who thinks about the people around them. Um, I think we are doing a disservice to not just ourselves as individuals, but also to the structures that we build by simply allowing shitty leadership. Simply allowing shitty leadership. When I was at that place <laughs> where I was at the longest, I remember because I had to work my way up. I remember being at the lowest position in that department and working my way up to director. And I remember the reputation that my, my department had we were shit <laughs> people shat on us all the time but like i have high standards for myself so once i worked myself to a certain level i kept those high standards and it reflected in the group and then we became one of the strongest groups in the company so much so that several of my people went on to do great things do great things with their career have careers have very successful careers you know um, I don't know. Isn't that what a leader is supposed to do? But <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the be all end all. Trust me. I know. I don't even really like leading like that. It's, it's annoying. Dealing with people's issues <laughs> is, is annoying, especially like everybody's got their quirks. You got to be able to like work around them. You have to even like, just like being around these people. Being a leader is a tough thing, you know? And I take it very seriously when I when I'm in those positions, like I don't just take it as let me just use this shit to my convenience whenever I can. So it suits me. I think about that shit as in like, yo, these people depend on me and I got to look out for them, you know, at that place where I work the longest. I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to talk my shit actually right now, because I think there's only like one or two people who really know this. But while I was there, there was a year where my entire team was going to get screwed out of uh, um, their raises and bonuses for that year <laughs> because uh, that piece of shit, <laughs> that piece of shit was dipping and dabbling in our budget that year. We didn't have enough to pass around 
quote unquote, even even though my team bust, they were busting their asses that year. Um, and I was told like, yo, unfortunately, they're not going to get their. Uh, no, I think it was bonuses. They might have gotten raises, but the raises were kind of shit that year, too. It was a quote unquote down year, mm, whatever. Um, um, and yeah, so uh, but I was going to get a bonus and I was going to get a fat bonus and the not not the piece of shit but the other the other boss that i had there he knows i told him no i will give up my bonus i was like i make a, I make way more than enough money i'll give my bonus to my team they deserve it now do i rock with every single member of that team nowadays no <laughs> some of them one of them who has the last name of a brand of cereal i would say fuck that guy <laughs> Yeah, fuck him. Um, he's, he's another piece of shit racist or quasi racist. I actually don't know where he stands, but <laughs> I've heard enough about you, about what you're into, homie. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's the way that I look at it. Even when I don't like you, if you're on my team and I'm fighting for you, I'm going to fight for you. You know, Um and that's just the way it is. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to end this podcast off shorter episode than last time. <laughs> just kind of my thoughts on things and leadership. And uh, maybe in that next episode, in this next episode, maybe I will talk about that startup because there are so many hilarious little uh, things from that startup and lessons that I learned and how not to run a business that I think would be so useful <laughs> to people out there if they care to listen. Um, I know this podcast is just starting off now and I got to talk into the mic. I have a tendency to dip my head down, um, when I'm sitting here. So maybe I'll lower this mic next time. Um, yes, this, this isn't the biggest podcast in the world. I'm just starting off. I don't even know. I, I really just plan to have this thing happen organically and grow as the different changes in my life happen. <laughs> so we'll see where this, ha where, where this whole experiment goes, but, um, I'm working, I'm going to get this up on, uh, Spotify and Apple music soon. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to test the waters with starting it out organically, uh, on LinkedIn first and see how it goes because uh, uh, the YouTube link did not do that well. <laughs> but I think uh, I think a lot of people have been digging the audio only version. So uh, so yeah, I'm gonna keep on rocking with it. Hope you hopefully you guys enjoy. And uh, if you if you see a piece of shit kicking sitting on the throne, burn it down. <laughs> Take it easy. Peace. Being a black man in America isn't easy. The hunt is on. And you're the prey. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, survive.